forward. I did a prom drawing of Snake Crawley carrying for some stray kitten, and someone sent me this adorable pic. So hey, why not record myself reading it? I hope you guys enjoy. This is All Cats Are Grey at Night by Winter Sky. I think we should adopt a cat. At the angel's word, Crowley looked up from his phone and turned to look at Aziraphale, who was leaning against him on the couch, reading some books. You think we should do what? There was absolutely no way that the demon has heard the angel correctly. A cat? Why in Satan's name would an angel want a cat? A top a cat? Aziraphale closed his book and completely turned to look at Crowley and continued when he didn't get a response from the demon. You know, the small furry creatures that typically hunt mice and other small animals. Oh bloody hell, Angel! Of course I know what a cat is! After all, there were plenty of cats in London. Hell, there were cats anywhere they have been in history. There were even times that humans tried to film the creation of the animals on demons, which always took Crowley by surprise because the creation of living things was usually upstairs department. There was always something about cats being horrible creatures, which to Crowley, they weren't that bad, but they most certainly would not have stopped it for a companion. Well, you know, I just wanted to make sure we are on the same page. We are on the same page as to what a cat is, but not as to why you want one. Aziraphale looked down at his hand, which held his book, his eyes tracing over the title on the front, seeming to try and figure out how to word what he wanted to say. After a couple moments of this, he finally spoke up. I thought it would be nice to have a companion. Crowley's mouth fell open and his eye widened as he quickly pulled his sunglasses off, very much offended by Aziraphale's comment. They had been together since the beginning of everything, six thousand damn years, and somehow his companionship didn't compete with that of a cat. Sparing a glance at Crowley's face, Aziraphale quickly realized the misunderstanding. Oh, no, no, Crowley. Oh, so I'm not a good enough companion for you, Angel? Is that what it is? A stupid cat would be better for you, huh? His anger seemed to grow with each word. He spoke and began to stand up, only to have Aziraphale catch his sleeve in his hand. Oh, Crowley, sit down, please. He tugged on the demon's sleeve trying to entice him back onto the couch. That's not what I meant. Let me explain. There was a grunt from Crowley as he flopped himself back down on the couch, Aziraphale's hands not loosening the grip on his sleeve. I was meaning in addition, you know. You know I love having you here with me, and I don't want that to change, okay? His word earned him an eye roll from Crowley. Just imagine it. The angel's smile continued to grow. A little cat helping me run the bookshop, greeting the customers that come in, and keeping us company. Crow 
slowly leaned back against the couch, letting his head fall back. This was ridiculous. Do you feel guilty? The demon asked. What do you mean, dear? About the animals that don't have homes. Is this your angelic desire to do good coming through again? A hint of sarcasm in his voice. Aziraphale chuckled and rubbed the back of his neck. Maybe they're just so cute and don't deserve to live without being loved. We'll go tomorrow. Aziraphale didn't even think that Crowley spoke at first. He had that quiet, huh? We'll look for a cat tomorrow if it makes you happy. The demon lets out a defeated sign. He had given in. Not an uncommon occurrence being around the angel he'd grown to love. A glance out the window showed the already dark London street, and a look at the clock on the wall confirmed it was getting late in the night. Calm yourself, Crowley stated as he reshipped on the couch and held his arm open to the angel. Come here, angel. Let's get some rest. Aziraphale happily applied and cuddled close to his demon who pressed a gentle kiss to his curly light blonde hair. The following morning, Crowley woke up to light streaming through the windows. The lack of warmth from the angel who was no longer in his arm and the smell of breakfast being made. Aziraphale was much too excited for how early in the morning it was. All because of the idea of getting a cat. The thought itself made Crowley shake his head. It was ludicrous, but anything for his angel. The angel was practically skipping around the bookshop and apartment with joy and couldn't wait for Crowley to get into the Bentley so that they could start for the local shelter as soon as possible. Not once did he complain about the demon's driving speed, mostly because he was lost in his own mind which was taken up with many, many thoughts about cats. Once there, Aziraphale grabbed a hold of Crowley's hand and pulled him through the doors. He exchanged pleasantries with the ladies up front, while the demon sent a glare that was more threatening than he has intended. It didn't take long for Aziraphale to find a room that was filled with cats smiling around. His face immediately lit up, and to Crowley, he looked as though he was in paradise. He immediately walked over to an empty spot on the floor and sat on the ground. It was only moments before every single cat swarmed over to him. Crowley assumed it was the whole being an angel thing that had the allure to the felines. He could hear the angels giggle from his spot on the floor as various cats climbed to his lap and tried to get him to pay attention to them. It was cute, the demon had to admit. Although, how Aziraphale was going to pick a single cat was beyond him. He couldn't have been surprised if the angel tried to adopt every single one that was in the room. As he leaned against the wall watching his angel, Crowley's gaze wandered around the room until it ultimately stopped in one of the corners. There sat the only cat that wasn't over with Aziraphale trying to gain a spot on his lap. Without really thinking about it, the demon made his way over to the corner. Hey, Pro 
slowly said to the cat as he squatted down to get a better look at her. She had long white fur and bright blue eyes, although there seemed to be a haze over them. Crowley moved a hand in front of her face, and her eyes remained focused on the other side of the room. Oh, he thought, she's blind. He slowly removed his sunglasses and sat with her. At the sound of him sitting on the ground, her ears picked up and she turned to face him completely. You are not scared of me, Crowley remarked. She let out a small chirp as he extended his hand to her. She gently pushed against it and attempted to step into his lap. As gently as he thought was needed, Crowley helped to pull her into his lap, silently cursing the fact that his black clothes would be covered in white fur. Oh well. She settled down rather quickly and began to purr as he talked. How come you didn't go see Angel? He's got everyone else. Oh, I see you found sugar, an unknown voice remarked. Crowley kept his gaze fixed on the cat rather than turn to see who was standing behind him. As it would seem rather odd to grab his sunglasses and put them back on while they were inside. Through his wonderful sense of deduction, he assumed that the person talking was a volunteer at the shelter. She doesn't usually like people. Well, it's more that she's scared of them, being unable to see them at all. I really hope you think about taking her home. I've never seen her take just a liking to someone. Sugar was gently pulling as Crowley's tie every time she spirit brushed her head. He couldn't help but smile. I think I just might. I'm glad. Thank you for coming, by the way. We really do appreciate it. The volunteer paused for a moment. You might want to go talk to your boyfriend before he tries to adopt all the cats that are currently here. With a laugh, he turned around and left Crowley with the sugar alone. After putting his sunglasses back on, the demon gently picked up sugar and carried her over to where Aziraphale sat, with notably fewer cats than when they walked in. There was a single calico cat lying in his lap purring while he pets her fur, a smile on his face. I'm gonna name you Elfie, short for ineffable, because that just doesn't seem like a suitable cat name. The angel murmured, his full attention on the cat until Crowley clears his throat. Then he looked up to see the demon clad in all black, gently cradling a fluffy white cat. Oh, Crowley! Angel, I think I'm in love. He paused for a moment before continuing. Mainly with you, but that's given. This cat is blind, and she's not scared of me. I think we have room for two new additions. Aziraphale smiled and stood up, holding Effie in his arms. But you can yell at them like you've done with your plants. Crowley's mouth gave open. How did you know about that? When I was over, they were shaking, Aziraphale answered with a shrug. So, instead, I gave them some love and motivation. 
so that's why they've been growing better. Everything grows better with love, dear. Aziraphale softly smiled at the demon while Sugar tried to reach out and find Effie with her paw, but was ultimately unsuccessful and continued to bat at the air. Crowley's soul wanted to reach out and cover his angel's face and kiss him, but the cast in their arm greatly interfered with those plans. So, instead, he settled for finding out where they could get the adoption papers signed. The end. Thank you for listening.